our one of our best selling shirts, our shirt that has the bunch of lollygaggers. Oh, uh, I, I have that T-shirt. Yeah, that was a, that was a test. I did that on a whim. Is anybody there? <laughs> What's up, Dad Hat Crew, and welcome to another episode of the Dad Hat Chronicles podcast. This week, I give you guys Brian Wilson. He is a merchandise manager for the Durham Bulls. We go into how he got started because everybody has an origin story when they get started in their dream job, right? Uh, the teams that he works with, all right, because there is not just the Durham Bulls, but there's two other teams that he does work for. And I'm telling you, you guys got to listen to this, right? And then also, he threw me a curveball there, guys. It's a little bit of a surprise that he threw there for me. And let me tell you, I am excited, okay? Super excited. Like, as soon as I was done with the episode, I jumped for joy. I did cartwheels to haul nine yards. I'm telling you, it is big. It's huge, at least for me, all right? Uh, but before I give you guys the episode, I wanted to make sure you guys are doing me a favor. Hit the subscribe button, like the episode, and then also uh, go on to my YouTube channel and subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm always putting new video, new content every single day i've been putting something out there for you guys okay and obviously that way you'll guys also watch the dad hat chronicle sports show with some great great friends of mine eric prophet mike sellers patrick larson and donnie wise so um so that's a little bit of news about that but now guys let's go ahead and, and give you the episode all right enjoy all right well welcome back guys to yet another episode of dad hat chronicles my name is Ed, and with you guys, I have a treat. Actually, it's mostly a treat for me because uh, it, this man works for one of the brands that I absolutely love. I grew up loving this brand, and uh, he works for them, and I absolutely love it. So um, with me, I have Brian Wilson. He is the director of merchandise and team travel for the Durham Bulls. How are you doing, my friend? I am fantastic. Thank you very much for having me on. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Yeah, you know, both of us are, you know, we're just talking about like we're both fans of 47 brand. So we're going to talk yep. about that. But like, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, my God, let's go, Brian, let's talk. <laughs> uh, but my friend, you also uh, work with another team. Um, you work yes. uh, with the Holly Springs Salamanders, correct? I do. Um, the Durham Bulls are owned by Capital Broadcasting, yes. uh, who also have the Holly Springs Salamanders. So I do Birch uh, there and our new team that starts in May uh in greenville north carolina you are a busy uh, man yes yes but that's how we like it here we, uh, we don't like uh downtime as, as you know showing about what we're doing here at the stadium uh with woolly's winter wonderland we don't we don't like downtime here who who does right and then you yeah, get exactly. to use that ballpark not just during the summer but you're using it year-round like you find ways of mm -hmm. using that absolute wonderful beautiful ballpark that you have there in durham we uh we are we are definitely 12 months uh you know going strong here whether it's special events concerts uh you know throw some baseball in there too um we we like to be have everything going at all times and then we also uh have the durham the historic durham athletic park uh that we oversee as well so uh yeah we we are going not it's fun it is like we don't like the end of the season we want to keep going what what end of season? If I'm what I'm exactly that, that's no true. <laughs> I'll see you on Monday. Exactly. See you guys on Monday. We'll have a day off, and then we'll be back on Monday. Yep. Yep. Exactly. 
Um, okay, so let me ask you this. Um, you know, I want to go back. How did you get started? You know, like with the with the Durham Bulls, right? I mean, there had to be a point where, like, you know, I, I'm sure you you were like, I, I want to work for this, or did they find you? How that happened? Uh, this is a fin- a phenomenal story, and I'm sorry if it goes a little long, but it's, no, please it do go to. for it. Uh, so uh, I went to school to be an educator. Um, my wife is a teacher as well. Uh, I realized very quickly that I it takes a special person to be a teacher, and I just didn't have it. So <laughs> I was me both. <laughs> yep. So I I was a uh, manager at Dick's Sporting Goods, and for a couple of seasons, the home clubhouse manager here, Colin Colin Saunders, um, who has passed on, but he uh, he worked for me, and he. Greatest guy in the world. Uh, but it was one of those things where he was so good to work with, but it was those days where he made you laugh, but I probably should fire you at the same time. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, and then uh, this position opened way back in uh, beginning of 07. And he said, you're, you got to go, we're getting you in. And uh, I was in, in mid February and off we went and I haven't looked back since. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite. I'm telling you, like I, I'm not, te- I'm not lying when I say, like you know, the team that I fell in love with, and obviously you, I'm sure you've heard this 100, yes. 600 million times. Bull Durham, like I literally, right. you know, growing up, that was that's who I fell in love with, and it's like I have not stopped saying I own a lot of hats because of that. So I appreciate it. I we see you often at the yeah. uh, OT Sports Ballpark Corner Store. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I could not have have gotten into a better place to start uh and hopefully end in many many years uh Mm -hmm. to get into in professional sports and minor league baseball um not only the history of the bulls and obviously the movie uh you know basically single-handedly saved um minor league baseball and turned it started turning it into what it is today um you know back then it was a totally different world and uh to turn minor league baseball into the the fan-friendly event that it is. Um, And the Bulls just, and not only that, it's just a class organization. Um, I know I've been here 17 years now, but I can, I still feel like a, I've only been here a couple of years and um, my body doesn't feel that way, but you know. Your body tells you to to slow down. My body's telling me something different, but um, (laughs) you know, every day I come to work and this is the truth. And I'm just, I get up and I'm ready to go. I'm here an hour early every day and I get yelled at all the time. Stop coming in so early. Um, well, I love it's it just here. A great place to be every day. That's awesome. And on a, The way I talk to a lot of people about it is even on a bad day, I, you know, I'll walk upstairs and walk around the stadium and go, I work at a baseball stadium. It's not that bad. No, get back to work. No, I'm a jealous man. I'm telling you right now, I'm a jealous man. Like, I mean, Working for baseball, like I tell my wife all the time, I'm like, babe, I'm telling you, it's like, I, you know, I'm 42, but like I, that, that itch has never gone away of like mm-hmm. wanting to play or, or, you know, I can't play anymore. Obviously, that's that that dream has long passed. But like, yeah, that dream. Yep. Yeah, it didn't happen. Uh, but <laughs> working in baseball, right? It's like that's just one of those things. And no matter what, it's it's always been there. It's it's a different job. Um, You you have to understand what you're getting yourself into. You know, we're we're here all the time um, yeah. from, you know, mid-March. If But with us, it's even earlier uh, with a lot of different things we do. But um, basically from mid-March until October, 
um, you see the people that work here and more than your family. It's, and, it's uh, tough. you know, there's not a lot of days off. There's not a lot of time off. But um, the way I look at it as if you love your job, you don't. It's OK. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, it's there's many days I've, I've missed a lot of a lot of uh, my my three kids, a lot of their activities. Um, but they understand sometimes. And, yeah. you know, they they know that they love to come to the ballpark mm-hmm. uh, to come to come see games. So um, but it, when you love it, you don't notice. Yeah, you just want to get back here every day. The day you find a job that you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Exactly. Yes, one hundred percent. That is so true. So let, you know, let's start with the Durham Bulls, right? We're talking about the Durham Bulls. So th- tell me, as far as um, as far as like your day to day job, like I mean, you said you would go in an hour early. So like, what is it that you know? Walk me through like your your typical you know day that you when you go into work at the at, Bo- at Durham Bulls. So let's we'll go with a game day because a game day versus a non-game day is a two different two two headed monster, yeah. Two two different things. So uh when you not you did my title, uh in the minor league baseball, everybody has multiple jobs. There are not (laughs) many people (laughs) there are not many people that don't work two or three different, you know, responsibilities. Um during the season, I'm I'm also the team travel director. Um, you know, we're all on TARP teams. I'm out everybody there everybody does I'm talk everybody pulling. yes yes that is a rite of passage uh everybody thinks that's the greatest thing in the world and it is until you do it about twice and then you're like you're i'm over this yeah like i'm uh, done i'm done uh, <laughs> that thing hurts um for me it's uh right come in right away make sure the store is ready to go or at least make the list of things we have to do to get that game ready mm-hmm. um you know we're here at 9 a.m um where store opens at 10. So, you know, we have a staff here to work on our e-commerce, work on our stocking. I'll do a lot of that with them, or I'll be doing a lot of, uh, you know, planning or analyzing, trying to figure out what orders we need, uh, reorders, what's working, what's not pricing, uh, just a lot of that merchandise um, responsibility. Mm -hmm. Uh, For us, especially with since COVID, the, the buying structure and the bot, the planning has become so different. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're looking at as when we talk hats, most things we have to have a year in advance now. Oh my um, God. So, you know, for 47, I'm doing my orders in April for the following year. Uh, what? Yeah. We'll do our orders in April for the following year. Um, so you, you know, you don't have a lot to go on as far as sales history. So you know, it's a lot about trends and it's a lot about having your core product and making sure you have enough. Um, the day goes by fast. You know, next thing you know, it's five o'clock. There's never enough time to get things done. But for me, a lot of it is making sure the team travel side is running uh, properly, making sure our buses are where they're supposed to be, especially when the team's on the road, our flights, hotels, making sure all the players have the proper hotel rooms, uh, uh, being an affiliate of the Tampa Bay Rays, we're always making a lot of changes. There's, um, you know, we have a lot of movement, uh, so that mm-hmm. keeps us busy as well. Um, and then, you know, the gates open and it becomes what we love to do. And that's take care of the fans. So, so, let, let, wow, this is, this is fantastic and wild at the same time, right? <laughs> you're going to come out, you're going to work a day on Saturday with me. I'm, I'm in, I am so in. I will, we will make that happen. You don't understand. I am so, I, I, yes, I count me in on this. One. All right. 
It, I'm writing it down right now. Ed is working a Saturday in July. This works for me. <laughs> in so let me so let's talk about this because it's it's wild, right? Because you said like okay. And then I've heard with so many people in minor league baseball, it's like, Ed, yes, my title is this, but you know, I do this, 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 and yep. this, and this. And every single one tells me we do the tarp, um, which is like you said, it's a rite of passage. Yep. My first question is, do you have your own set of shoes just for the tarp? I have multiple. <laughs> okay. That's what they're, I figured. They're literally, I can show them. They're right here. <laughs> that's um, amazing. Um, Yes, we have, you have your own tarp shoes, what they are. They're basically your lawn mowing shoes. Yeah. You, ru you ruin a pair of shoes, you bring them in, that's for tarp. And those are your tarp shoes. That's what now, I Now, here's the trick that nobody tells you. You don't ever usually get to put them on. Unless no, that's it's like funny. A, it, unless it's a pre-planned, like, hey, come in Saturday at 9 a.m. and we're going to pull. But usually it's, you know, if it's, God forbid, we have to do it during the game, it's, a call on the on the walkie. Get to the tarp. Do you don't have and, room time to go to your office? Grab your no, shoes. It's, it's like it's there now. It go. <laughs> <laughs> so you have what you tell me is you have a lot of lawn shoes. Is what you're saying? Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Tarp. They go. They go. Running or working shoes. Tarp. Lawn. <laughs> That's it. It's over with because it's you know once it's once you go through that it's over with. Yes, yes, that's absolutely. amazing. That's amazing. And then, but you also said that you take care of team travel logistics, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, it, you, like you're literally for the whole team, right? Like the the yes. team that travels, the group that travels. You do the hotels, you do uh, their their um, bus or everything with, yes. that encompasses traveling. Yep, uh, that's primary. Primarily, that's my. It's not totally my off-season job, but that's when we set up most of it. Like I'm about seventy-five percent done with it right now. Oh wow, that's that's wild. Yeah, so we'll literally... finish up. We'll finish up the flights in January and then uh, be ready to go. Which is funny because I'm sure you have to leave room for, like you said, you're with your your parent club is the Tampa Bay Rays, so there is going to be movement. Yes. So you have to give that yourself that wiggle room. All right, this person's no longer there. We got to take this person out and add this person now. Yeah. When when you bust, it's a lot easier. You know, you don't have to worry about it. It's True. when you're on when you're flying is when it gets difficult because if you didn't buy, you know, it depends on the ticket and it depends on the airline and whether or not they'll name change out. Mm -hmm. You know, if somebody gets called up halfway through a homestand or a road trip, and then you know, they send us somebody down, you have to account for that person. Uh, so I work, I work primarily with the trainers on the yeah. road and uh, they're fantastic. They're, we have been very lucky to work with some great trainers here that do a lot of the lifting while they're on the road. And I'll, I'll stay back and, and do what I can from here. Have you ever gone traveling with the team? Yeah. Yeah. At least once a year, I'll do it. Do it just for just yeah, because like yeah, I got to do it. It's like at the edges there. Yeah, a lot of it is, uh, you know, I don't have to, mm -hmm. um, but I I like doing it because you get to meet the people you're talking to. Mm -hmm. You know, the hotel representatives, the team, the people on the other team, the clubhouse managers, everything that has to. You know, you get to meet them and you have that personal relationship, and it makes your job a lot easier. Oh, I'm sure it does. It's all about relationships in this in this business, right? It, it, you got to maintain them. It's also great that, you know, the, you get to see what the players go through and that will, mm. you know, help you with your planning. Understand. Yeah. 
Um, when you're looking at it on paper, certain things, you know, say, I don't know, say you do a, um, you're doing a flight and you have a connection and you would like, well, if I do this connection, it's only 45 minutes. And then you're there and you see them running from one plane to the other. Oh, that probably wasn't such a good idea. Yeah. We should probably you know, bring it back. Okay. So maybe um, we should make a little, the connection a little bit longer yeah, just so yeah. that we give so, them time to. Things on paper don't necessarily work out. You for know, us. A lot of things. Yeah, yeah. For us, like, you know, a 45 minute connection is the perfect just because like, yes, we'll run, but we're not the athletes, right? It's like, you know, right. yeah. I'm like, I they, just try they, to get there. Yeah. But try to make them as comfortable as possible within the parameters you're given. Nice. I like so it. So when I, you know, the, a lot of times, cause we can't get equipment on the planes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have to drive the equipment and I'll do that. You know, I'll, I'll take the equipment in the plane and I get there and then, um, you know, just to, if usually I don't have anything to do when we're on the road, except, you know, mm-hmm. just watch some baseball, nice. get to see some great, get to see some great stadiums. I've learned a lot about my merch job by going, meeting other merchandise directors and seeing what they do in their stadiums. That's interesting. I love that because you're like, yeah. okay, I don't, I don't have to do much. I already drove all this stuff. So let me go ahead and yeah. meet up with other people. Let me see what they do. Cause I'm, everybody does their own, you know, their own thing differently than you do. Yes, exactly. And you can get some great ideas. You know, you may think your store and your merch is the best. And then you go to Toledo and you go to Craig Katz has been doing in Toledo and you're like, Oh, Hey, this guy's, this guy's good. He knows his stuff. And I got some great ideas for, mer- for, for artwork or for different, mm-hmm. ty- different vendors that you don't necessarily work with. And um, next thing you know, you can come back with some awesome ideas. That's going to translate into your store. That's amazing. I love the that. merchant, I- the merchandise director um, fraternity in minor league baseball is very tight. Um, there's 120 of us or so, but we are all very tight. And uh, especially in the international league, a lot of us have been around for a long time and they're my closest friends. Uh, so uh, we're able to bounce ideas off of them constantly. I was just going to ask you, is that there's such what you do? You bounce ideas off of each other and like, okay, listen, this is what I'm doing. You know, what do you guys think? Because every market is different, right? You're right. in North Carolina and Columbus is different. Toledo yep. is different, right? So that's, the, I'm sure that even though, um, there are different areas. There are some things that do translate to each uh, place. Yes. Yes, absolutely. You said like Toledo, obviously a, a much colder weather environment than we mm-hmm. are. And they're selling outerwear until mid to late June. We're selling outerwear until mid to late April. Yeah. Um, but we can still translate things that they do and we do and work out, you know, just some great ideas. Uh, like you said, Columbus, Krista in Columbus is, is an amazing talent and she does a phenomenal job there. The Clippers, especially with the competition they have with Ohio State being right next to them, yes, um, they are able to really have one of the top logos in minor league baseball, even with their competition. I've actually had uh, Big Matt, who's uh, who works there. Yes, uh, wonderful guy, right? Mm-hmm. I had him on the podcast, and he tells me, "Like Ed, this is like you know, like you says, like you know, it's it's constantly you're always doing something." But it's funny because, like you say that, because like they like you, their outerwear is different season wise than it is here right totally and that, different and in north carolina even though some you know we're both wearing hoodies and we're both here in north carolina right now i was just out on the field and i'm freezing it was <laughs> chill yeah dress warm if you're coming out because it, 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 it was chilly 
I love. I will. I will. And I, I gotta say, before we continue, that Columbia's hoodie that you got going on right now, it is. Man, this is this is fleece. Oh, there it, it is. It will be. It will be a uh, mainstay in the store come uh, March, maybe February. I like it. I like. Yeah, it. I don't think I'm gonna take this off anytime soon. <laughs> like except, except my wife was eyeing it the other day, and I thought, oh no, <laughs> yeah, oh no, well, here we go. <laughs> oh no, I think I'm losing a hoodie. <laughs> uh the good thing is i'm six foot two my wife is five foot one so her my hoodies don't fit her so uh, we're yeah there yeah no we're uh we're a little closer in height so she, <laughs> she like, likes, no, i'm taking it you're just yeah, so you it's know gone. it's good it's gone <laughs> especially when she hears this <laughs> oh lord uh so let's talk merchandising because i i find it very interesting you said earlier that you now because of covid um you do you're ordering for next year. Like you do it a yes. year in advance. Yeah. Like, do you do like you, you sit down with a designer and you figure out like, you know, which let's talk, you know, it, obviously we both love the 47. So let's, yep. why don't we let's stick go with 47. That? Yeah. Let's yep. go 47. Like, how does that, pro, how does that work for you? So 47 is a great one because they're one of the top vendors in minor league and major league sports. Mm -hmm. um, so we will actually, I will actually go there up to their office in April, probably right after the first homestand. And we will, they, you know, they obviously have their trends that they'll have and catalogs that we work out of. Yeah. Uh, but we will sit and do artwork for each individual hat that we, you know, that they have for the next following season. And I'll sit there, uh, you know, Hey, can we try the burnt orange in that style? Can we try Royal in that style? And they will work on the art as we, as we are sitting there. Um, you know, a lot of, uh, there are some that are pre-built that we can't change yep. and you like it or you don't. Um, but the, the great part is they'll work with you as best as they can with the color schemes that you have. Uh, so we will sit there, uh, put it all together. I'll get it back in a week or to 10 days. And I have to place the orders of, you know, our quantities, you know, like I said, within another week or so. How do you um because the like you said durham bulls has been an, an iconic brand for so long right I, i'm sure there has to be the order has to be pretty big in order for you to maintain it throughout the season or do you like you let's say you know obviously you order it in a, uh, a, a year in advance but like you know i'm sure you run out of things like are you do right. you have the opportunity to order extra is that a, is that a a choice that you have or no yeah, there's, I mean, we can, with most vendors, you can order as much as you want. Mm -hmm. There's just a minimum quantity of what you can order. Yeah. Uh, different vendors are different quantities, mm -hmm. uh, what you can order. Uh, and it depends also if you're buying an import item versus a domestic item. If it's domestic, that's, you know, they keep in stock. It might be a lower, uh, lower quantity minimum. Yeah. Uh, usually with most vendors, the higher quantity you buy, it's not, it, it, they try to keep the cost down, which then we can keep the cost down to the consumer. Um, but imports is that's the biggest, you know, that's that's why it takes so long is to get it created and get it shipped here. Mm -hmm. um, you know, these factories now are, are almost 10 months to a year. Um, so if so, we'll say, you know, if you have a good hat and you buy, say it's an import import hat or an import shirt and you buy 200 of them and it blows out first homestand. Oh, well, 
remember that one for next year. Yeah. <laughs> and that happens every year. Every single year it happens. And it also happens the other way every single year. Uh, you buy some that you think is just going to win. And, and and they don't. It doesn't. And, you know, it's not like you can give it back. Uh, so you try to really, it, it, I don't like calling it an educated guess because you're going off of, of history of sales. You're going off of fashionable trends. Yeah. So it's not in an educated guess, but you're, you're using a philosophy as close to possible to get what you need and not run out until the end of the season. My God, that's just wild. Uh, so based on, obviously you have your mainstays, right? Like your mainstays, yes. like, you know, you got your, yeah, the blue ones, right? Like that's, that's always going to be there. The mm -hmm. one with the white um, uh, front, yep. that's going to be the, those are the ones that you usually, you know, you're going to, those are going to sell no matter what. Yes. Um, yes. What's your freedom or do you have the freedom to do? It's like, all right, let's try some different things. Like you said, based on, on, on trend and things like that. Like, you know, how, how much do you, you play with that as far as, you know, order is and then like, what, let's bring something new to the, to the market this time around. We do. We play a lot. We always keep our core. Um, for us, our biggest thing is our core items, not just headwear, but apparel. We yeah. don't ever want to run out of. I don't ever want to run out of the royal cleanup cap. No, yeah. Oh, or uh, and or the new era on fields. Correct. You, you don't. You don't ever want to run out of sizes in those. Um, because your your mainstay, what your your fans want, your your core item, you want to make sure you have it 12 months a year. Uh, so that one fan that wants it doesn't come in and be disappointed. If there's other items that are a little more fashion trend or a little more, you know, not sure, then if you run out and you sold it well, great. But you, by the end of the season, my plan is to always have our core that we never want to run out of. And then certain other items throughout the rest of the year. Um, so for me, I, I am able to overbuy. Uh, not everybody can do that, but I'm able to overbuy those core items so we do not run out. There has been, especially the last couple of years, there's been some times where we have, um, where the plants just, you know, could not, and the factories could not uh, ship fast enough. Oh, wow. That seemed, yeah, that, especially coming out of COVID, 21, 21 was rough um, because we could not get product uh, with the, with the, um, you know, the issues they had at the docks mm -hmm. and the issues they had at the plants, just not being able to have people working fast enough. Um, most vendors just, you know, there couldn't were times up. where you just, you just couldn't keep up. Um, that's knock on wood. That's been solved and we're kind of back to normal. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we went for a while there where we were, it, it was, you know, you, you had to overbuy because you did not want to get to August. And now for us, September, now that our season's been pushed back more, yeah. um, where you don't have product. So what are some of those lessons that you've learned then, right? Because obviously, like you said, it's like now you're overbuying on certain items. Is mm -hmm. that you you're just constantly doing that just so that way, like you said, on the royals, on the on the on-field hats, because yep. those are the things that you want to keep. So those are the ones that you're always going to overbuy now, just in the in case something does happen. Right. Uh that and the thing we've learned in the last three years, um, merchandising in minor league baseball has fundamentally changed since 2019 for a, a ton of different factors. Um, but we had to adjust how we purchase. Mm -hmm. We had to adjust because of the, the 
lead times um, yeah. for certain ones. And then there are vendors uh, that are able to get things very quickly to us, especially in the apparel realm. Uh, headwear is a little different, but in the apparel realm, we have some great partners that can get things within a week to 10 days. Oh, wow. That's so when you, when, when you have things like that, you can take chances. Yeah. And if you don't, it doesn't, if it does work really well, oh yeah, you can get them back quickly and, and go with it. Um, our, one of our best selling shirts, our shirt that has the bunch of lollygaggers. Oh, uh, I, I have that t-shirt. Yeah, that was, a, that was a test. I did that on a whim. Um, that's hey, a good way to try that and we did you know we did 72 we sold them out in one night and i called our vendor bim ritter who's just amazing and i was like i think i need some more they're like what did you sell 20 or 30 i said no i sold all <laughs> and you know a week later here they were and <laughs> off we go and that is our best-selling shirt i love that um, t-shirt i have to give me another one because i wore it so much it's yeah. that's how it is it's it's such a comfortable t-shirt too mm -hmm. yep it's 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 a nice soft. It's called soft style. Uh, it's yep. like a tri blend, um, and it's just a great great shirt. That's by uh, by Bim Ryder, right? Yes. Yep. Oh, look at that. That's amazing. That's hilarious. They, like you know, it's like oh, we're just going to do this on a whim. See how this goes. Boom, done. Well, that's Anymore. the beauty of minor league baseball. Yeah, that really is the beauty of minor league baseball. Major league baseball can do that a lot with the players when they have <laughs> a player saying or something like that, or one of their players gets hot. Um, you know, especially with Tampa Bay Rays when Oro's Arena was was blowing up, they were able to do a lot of things. We can do a lot of things in minor leagues that are more theme oriented, yeah, and um, or more team oriented. Maybe not so much players, uh, but like that was that was on a just walking around the store talking to somebody and saying we needed something. Interesting. Um, so that and uh, one of our other ones that we did a collaboration with, with the Carolina Hurricanes, when uh, they were all being called a bunch of jerks. A bunch of jerks, yeah. I remember jerks. that. Um, we're, we're good. We do our Hurricanes night every year. We're good friends with them. We came up with a shirt that says friends of a bunch of jerks. That's amazing, yeah. And, you know, it brought two fan bases who, you know, most, we're all kind of Hurricanes fans down here now. Uh, we are, we so are we indeed. Able to, we were we were able to bring uh, bring the two teams together. That's a that, and that's I love that part. I see this in you're right because in in Major League Baseball you're more of a all right. So it's like you said, player gets hot, popular player. You're gonna sell a lot of those like those T-shirts or the uh, jerseys and all that. Mm -hmm. But with minor league baseball, it's always been theme, and I think that's why I love minor league baseball so much is because and I own a lot of hats, right? So like they're all <laughs> different. Every single one is different. Yes. Absolutely. We, you can get a, like the hat you're wearing, it's a cleanup. Yep. You can get that in 10 different teams and they'll all be different. Every single one. Every single one of them. That's amazing. The other uh, thing we can do with 47 now that the, now that they've been doing apparel for a while mm -hmm. uh, is something that we haven't in minor league baseball really haven't done as much. You know, you want to get a shirt, you want to get a hat, but you don't really think about putting together a package. Correct. Cool hat, cool shirt. Not cool hat that matches cool shirt. Yes, right. And it's a fashionable trend. Comfort colors mm -hmm. uh, has been very popular. And now we're really pushing headwear that matches the comfort color tees or comfort color style tees. I'm all about that. I just started doing um, the uh, mystery hat and uh, scrum tees together. So yeah. I ordered one of each. I was like, you know, it's like, I don't know, something might happen. Uh, we'll see how this goes. And I love <laughs> that. I love the mystery of it. 
Uh, yes. So, and the kids that could begin a hockey or basketball, whatever, doesn't matter. But you're right. And they're comfortable. They're super comfortable too. Right. And that's the best, the most important part of, you can have a great logo, you can have a great color, but if it's not a shirt that you, or, or a hat that mm-hmm. you don't want to wear because it's uncomfortable, it doesn't matter. I mean, I have wear. a couple of those. Yeah. It's going to sit in your dresser. And I don't know about you, but it's going to sit in my dresser. And then my wife yells at me for having too many t-shirts I never wear. Interesting. I have a whole, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I was like, oh, I have it. Not quite fond of it, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't, I, somehow we cannot get rid of them. Never. It, there will, there's that off chance that we'll wear it again. Yes. You never know when you need that. It, that see, Brian, you and me, we, we we're, get we're here, man. We're here. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Um, okay, so let me ask you this, right? Triple uh, A, well oil machine, right? Durham Bulls, well oil machine. But now, mm-hmm. you know, you also, and we talked about this, you also take care of two other teams, but you take care yeah. of the Holly Springs Salamanders, right? That's yes. collegiate woodbed. That's a little bit different, right? Because merchandising for that, while yes, some things are, are the same, it's not to the same level as the Durham Bulls. It has made me such a better merchandiser and buyer since we uh took over the salamanders um because i jumped into a dream job um you know right into a high level triple a job mm-hmm. and uh or at least a high level team you know yep. there are i i hate saying classes because there are double a teams and single a teams that are absolutely amazing Correct. and do what they did but you know, you don't want to say, well, they're only class A, so they're not. No, that is in minor league baseball. It's totally it's minor league. Yeah. So it's a fraternity. It's, of, yeah. Yeah. No, just because you're a different class up doesn't mean double A or single A. They're not uh, as good as you are just because they're selling little less merch. But mm-hmm. Holly Springs was, at, you know, 30 games at home uh, start right after Memorial Day or right around Memorial Day. You end the first week of August. It's you have all your stuff. Unless you have something just fly off the shelves, you don't reorder. Yeah. Uh, you have what you have. And it's, you know, I hear after our uh, renovation, you know, I have a 2,800 square foot store at Durham and then two satellites, um, you know, two, two 200 square feet store satellites in the stadium. Uh, there you only have one store. It's 150 square feet. You got to maximize every inch. And I've been to um, that store. It is. And. You've been, I mean, I'm sure you've been to that stadium. It's a beautiful stadium. Beautiful ballpark. Oh Absolutely. my god, it's gorgeous. And their fans are great. Um, the fans that the fan base is amazing. Yeah. Uh, you would never know, you know, the team is a, a bunch of freshmen and sophomores in college. Correct. You know, they root for their team and they are about the salamanders. Um, so we've learned I've learned a, a lot of valuable lessons, not so much um how to maximize space in your area. And how to take full advantage of the time you have. It's interesting, right? Because I've been to that little, that little store out of, on, on game days and you're like in, out, that's it. it it's like, it is yep. that small. It's the size, a little bit bigger than a closet, you know, walk-in yeah. closet. So what that was before we purchased the team, it was a, uh, it was supposed to be a concession stand. <laughs> it was built as a concession stand. And what they did, the previous ownership, they just used it as a walk-up. And they put a couple shirts or hats up on the back wall and you just point like a concert. Yep. 
um, we came in and went, no, that's not going to work. And we blew out the front door and we made a door and we made it a walkable, shoppable experience. Yep. Uh, we're going to, we're, we have some plans this for this year where we're going to bring it, uh, out into the ballpark, into the, oh, wow. and maximize a little more space out there so we can get some product and get a little space because especially on the weekends, that little store gets cramped. It does really and quick. You, you put more than about nine or 10 people in there. And uh, you're you're rubbing shoulders with people, and it's funny because like you know if you do a fireworks night there, oh man, you are mm-hmm. it's it is. Well, Rancid. we won't bring up that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's uh, but it's a beautiful stadium. They play soccer there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's all turf. Um, the fan, the kids are the the players are are awesome. Um, they are so. They're into, you know, if we want to do a special theme, if they want, we want, need them to sign autographs. If we, they are always down for it. Um, they are great to work with. And uh, Sherry and Sarah over there at the, at the stadium do a tremendous job. So they, I they love do. going down there. I absolutely love going to games. Oh yeah, me too. And, and I'm like, I, we were just talking. I'm like, I'm 10 minutes away from that park. Mm-hmm. It is a beautiful park. My, my, my daughter loves saying, it's like, daddy, let's go to the salamanders. Let's go to the salamanders. Right. So I'm like, I, yep, I'm not saying no to that. Yeah, but I think she we, also like go. She likes to go to the Salamanders because of the the uh, little um, park that she has right there. Oh, isn't that perfect? It little, is little playground right next to the stadium. Perfect. It is. It is absolutely. <laughs> so she um, loves it. It gets a little. It, the one thing over there, it just gets it. You know, it, with the turf, it gets hot oh, summertime. Yeah, but once we once that sun just gets behind home plate after about the second inning, and we have the great fans. Yeah. The, literal fans literal, uh, no joke and they're and they're massive yeah i see them yeah and I, we have those here too as well and it, it just brings the temperature down to a nice 75 degrees with a breeze and uh it, it's just so much fun to go there it is and um i like i said we've been there a couple of times and it's just it's a it's a nice small ballpark to on a summer night go watch a ball game right like you're you're right. there with for family it's affordable uh which is the best thing about it so yes and, Eight, and, it's I think we can uh I think it's 1600 seats yep um get about another 400 or so maybe a little more standing room when you go there it's real fun because a lot of people won't even sit in their seats they just stand out in the concourse and watch the game up there and it's there's not a bad seat at all especially that third base concourse go like it's a really it, massive yep. concrete concourse there that can mm-hmm. you guys can take advantage of that i'm sure you will you know yeah sure there's plans for you know in the future for that yeah we're uh that's the nice thing about especially with both teams we're always trying to make the fan experience better um that's really why we're here for the community for, for all three teams but for the community <laughs> for the fans to come have a great time for a couple hours you know not worry about anything at home just come in come to the ballpark eat some great food, grab a hat, grab a shirt, get you out of here. Hopefully bring you back the next day. Okay. So I, I before we go back to Dorrance, cause I have a really good question for you, but mm-hmm. um, as far as uh, like you said, for merchandising for the salamanders, right? Like, are you guys bringing, are you guys doing anything new this year for the, for that team? Cause I'm sure, you know, since you took over, you're like, all right, so we're going to start doing a couple of things here and there, some different, you know, hats and, and, and uh, themes and things like that. Is that, is that what you guys are planning? We are. Um, I, like I said, I had to learn a lot about the fan <laughs> yeah. base there yeah. as to what 
the fans want um, price point wise, quality wise, uh, things like that. And I've learned a lot. So we're going to be bringing in a lot more of the vintage look. Nice. Uh, the 47 look. Um, I mean, we'll call it that. Uh, yeah. It may not just be 47, but we're going to be bringing in a lot more of that style. Um, bringing in some, so a lot more core product that will, the same thing, like a lot more core, a lot of things that the fans have been asking for. Um, their color scheme is really totally different to work with um than than you guys then the, the yeah, the yeah it's it's a little bit of royal but the it's it's not a we don't like to say unc blue because mm -hmm. of the uh traditions around here oh no um, i'll say that yeah yeah but mm -mm. uh you know a lot of gold a lot of royal and a lot of light blue um so the the palette the color palette's totally different uh so that's what we're working on is how can we get the color schemes to work for the fans and see what really they want, because you don't want to have a store that's all blue. You don't want to have a store that's all yellow. Um, so we're trying to get that mixed. We're trying to figure out what that mix is that the fans want. That's going to be successful for everything. Um, really proud. Last year we unveiled a new, um, technically it's an alternate, but it really, uh, they wear it a lot is the baby blue, um, jersey with mm -hmm. the pants yes um, obviously the big style right now is to have the matching uniforms pants shirt hat uh we did that and it oh man it's it's awesome yeah um so we'll see how that goes um but it, it's going to be a lot more of the vintage look and a lot more of of different trying to get different types of colors that still work with the team it doesn't necessarily that's the big thing is especially up here you don't need to be all team color, mm -hmm. but you also don't want to have a store that doesn't scream Holly Spring Salamanders. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you want to have it a good mix. Um, so we're trying to figure out what that mix is. What you know, where where can we reach? Where can we can we do a little more? You know, can we can we pull off a red shirt? Can we pull off a, a black or something like that? Um, so down there, it's going to be a lot more. Uh, like I said, a lot more of the vintage 47 look with some different color schemes. I like it because you also, they also do an alternate, which is the milkshakes there as yes, well. Yes, the South Wake shakes. The South Wake shakes. That's what I it was. Yes. love working with the shakes. Uh, man, that was, that was fun. That was about a year of working with the logos. Really? To get it right. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing because it's, oh, it hit real good. Yeah. It's that pink is just great. It, it it's different too like yep. i mean like i wasn't expecting i'm like this is good so like i said we spent about a year trying to trying to it's we call it we officially call it the malternate um, <laughs> i like it and man. so it's we what what we ended up coming up with was we how do we make this look like a 50s diner yeah that, that was really once we got down to the nitty-gritty of it that that milkshake the shakes is mm -hmm. you know that 50s yeah. milkshake with the whipped cream hanging out and the cherry, cherry on, on top. top yep that's what and the uh i love the word mark is the bendy straw mm -hmm. that's uh beautiful so um they play uh the, the best thing about that is that gives us 10 to 12 more games for the fans and to get more college players time in the summer 
to play because that that gives us another you know handful of games where kids or may not be able to come out and be a salamander can still come out and play and uh not just be seen but you know by by fans or by scouts by i was just gonna say you got scouts there all the time yeah Yeah, constantly that's amazing i love it i cannot wait Um, for this year wait wait till you see not that i'm excited or anything but wait till you see the greenville I, I I was just gonna ask you that you got because you, now you have you're working with a third team as well. With a third team, yeah. In the yeah. CPL, man, that's how, so. Do you ever sleep, Ben? Uh, <laughs> nah. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoy that episode with Brian. Now make sure you guys come back next week because we got more stuff still still to discuss okay there's a lot of stuff uh more on the cpl more on durham merchandising hats the whole nine okay it's 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 absolutely a wonderful wonderful episode so you guys gotta come back and obviously we gotta hear what he has to say on the my famous not so famous questions right absolutely but before i give you guys the dad joke of the episode i wanted to ask you guys again just make sure you guys go on my youtube channel make sure you guys hit the subscribe button like the videos uh tell somebody else about the podcast okay because um i want them to enjoy it as much as you do okay make sure you guys check out my uh my fellow friends over at curve media as well all of them are putting some great content so i want to make sure that they get a shout out as well and then of course tuesday thursday nights 9 p.m eastern time okay the dad hat chronicle sports show with patrick larson donnie wise eric prophet mike larson maybe sometimes you know how he does it and then of course myself uh the dad hat you guys it is a lot of fun we talk baseball football uh, a little bit of basketball absolutely no tennis um but it's a lot of fun all right all right now that we got the, all that stuff out of the way let's go ahead and give you the dad joke of the episode and here it is what do you call a small parent a mini mom (laughs) all right all right i'll see myself and until then guys keep grinding and always support the minor leagues see ya This podcast is part of the Curved Brand Media Network. Here are some of the other members of Curved Brand Media. I'm Paul Caputo, and on the Baseball by Design podcast, I talk to minor league baseball teams, designers, and other super interesting people about what these minor league baseball logos mean. And I talk a little bit about ice cream helmets. What's up, Bucketheads? I'm Anna Tomaso, and each week on the Baseball Bucket List podcast, I speak with a different fan about their favorite baseball memories, what the game means to them, and what's left to check off on their baseball bucket list. Hey everyone, it's Eric from the great state of Kansas. This is Johnny from the New Orleans Baby Cakes Memorial Museum. And we are the Earn Fun Average Podcast. Where we talk to a variety of guests about their love of baseball and have fun doing it. America, lower your standards. Average is what we do best. This is Patrick. And Corey. Oh, BaseballMapper.com. And we have made an interactive map to help highlight all baseball teams from the majors down to collegiate summer leagues. We want to bring you closer to baseball. So get on the site and find a team near you today. Hey guys, this is Patrick Larson from the Minor League Baseball Hat History Series. And in every episode, I go through the history of minor league teams through my personal collection of hats. You can find me on Twitter at at PatLarson1. I hope you guys enjoy. Learn more about Curve Brim Media at curvebrimmedia.com.